Good morning everyone. How are we today? How is everyone? Well, it's morning time here in Scotland, but it may be evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. But wherever you are, I hope your day is doing great. Well, today I'm going to touch on one of the pillars, or one of the subdivisions in the, the four pillars for success. And for you guys that have been watching, I gave a brief description of, of what they are in a previous video. And today, pillar number one, it's self-mastery. But today I'm going to talk about emotion, emotions, or should I say, emotional health and just give you some ideas how you can can boost it because it's such an important part of your day-to-day -day life is how to handle your emotions now remember us guys we're not allowed to talk about our emotions we're not allowed to tell people how we feel all this stuff bullshit okay because you want to create, a, and I've heard this quote, I don't know who said it, create a life that feels good on the inside, not one that just looks good on the outside. And it's, it's so true because so many people focus on what they look like on the outside, but they neglect what was going on in the inside. And if you want a fulfilled life, you need to have a balance of both. You need to be healthy, both body and mind. So what 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 is your emotional health? Okay, because as I said, we all do the, the best to take care of our body and, and the, the physical health and by by eating right, by drinking enough water, by sleeping right, by doing exercise, going to the gym. And even when we feel we feel sick, we'll go and visit the doctor and you know I don't really take medication, but you know, people will take medication to, to make themselves feel better. But we all do this to take care of the body. And after all. We only have one body, so we, we do need to take care of it. And taking care of the body is normally, you know, a lot of people's number one concern because when we are taking care of the body and we're feeling healthy, we naturally have more energy, we, we have a, a clearer mind. I know that's right for me because in lockdown, by not going to the gym, I felt my mind getting clogged up and I was still doing exercise, but... It was just everything. I wasn't getting my proper workout. I wasn't getting to the intensity that I wanted to get to, because I'd been I've been going to the gym for a long time. I need a bit of weights to to be pushing myself to to get that sweat on. And jogging and lifting light weights doesn't. It might do it for other people, but it doesn't do it for me. I need to be there pushing some weight so that, you know, I, I'm pushing the limits of of my body. So, you know, and. Nobody will argue that, that taking care of the body is high up on the priority list, okay? And having a healthy body, no doubt, makes us feel better, you know? But is it enough to live a fulfilled life, okay? Is it enough to, that's all we do? And the, the, the short answer to that is no, it's not enough, okay? Because a healthy body will give you the energy, but it's not going to provide a peace of mind. It's not going to give you the mental clarity that you need. And... You'll know somebody who's who's a total health nut. They treat their body like a temple. They do all the right things. But, however, they, they will struggle mentally and psychologically. And that was me for a long time. That was me for many, many years. I thought by fixing the outside and, and making myself look good on the outside and having this and having that on the outside, I would magically be okay. 
but that is so far from the truth. I was crippled with fear, anxiety, depression, and even though I looked good on the outside, inside I was a, a bag of nerves. I was my head was full of broken bottles, and I struggled continuously. Okay, and it wasn't until I got on top of what it, taking care of my mind, taking care of my emotions, understanding my emotions, feeling my emotions, observing them, and not trying to resist them and, and shove them down. Okay, because when you do that, you you, you, you struggle to ignore the, the the forgotten component of health and well-being. Okay, and that component comes down to the, the emotional health. Now, physical health and emotional health, you know, they go hand in hand. And we, we have physical health, and this is biologically, it's tied to the well-being of, of your body. Okay, and... On the other hand, the emotional health, this is the psychological and this is tied to your state of mind. And if we want to, to live a, a truly happy, fulfilled life, we, we must not only look after the, the physical side, but we must also look after the emotional uh, the, through, through our mind. Because everything starts in the mind. If you think about it, everything you do all starts in the mind. So your decisions, Everything that you do the time from you wake up to you go to sleep involves the mind. So emotional health is an essential component overall. It's something that that I don't go a day without doing something that will emotionally enhance me. Because people who are emotionally healthy, they they they're happier, they're more fulfilled, and they're not just merely concerned about the physical health. Okay, but what does it mean to be emotionally healthy? Okay, and I don't think there's a, a simple and straightforward answer for this. There's just far too many components that, that go into the emotional health side of it. And it would you would need a textbook to, for me to go through it today, and I, and I don't have that time. So I'll just go through what it means to be emotionally healthy and then some things to, to try and help you nurture your emotional health. Alrighty. Now, the the Mental Health Foundation, how they define emotional health, it's through a positive state of well-being, which enables individuals to be able to function in society and meet the demands of everyday life. Okay, now that sounds quite simple, but if you think about how many times you wake up and you don't want to deal with people, you don't want to deal with situations, you just don't want to deal with life, and if you could, if you knew how to manoeuvre past that and, and get yourself from that state of mind into a, a more peaceful, calm, loving state of mind, you would definitely do it, wouldn't you? So this is what this is all about. What I'm trying to create here is a movement for for men, but also if women want to get involved, but it's the only thing I say is men, but it's because I know this is all stuff that I've done. And, and I know that biologically men and women are different, the hormones are different. So I'm just not telling people what to do. I'm just letting people know what my understanding of it is and, and how I combated these difficult times in my life. Okay, so the this the this the definition, you know, it's a it's a good starting point, but for the purpose of what I'm gonna go through today, I'm gonna delve a bit deeper and get a, a definite understanding of what it means to to live an emotionally healthy life. 
okay? Because emotional health and emotional intelligence. Now, emotional intelligence is something that I'm going to discuss on a, on a different video because that's a video on its own, okay? But they go hand in hand. And what this means is that people who are emotionally healthy are also emotionally intelligent. And uh, a, big, a big part of emotional intelligence is having the ability to control your thoughts, your, your feelings, your behaviours, especially when you're feeling, you're facing difficulties on, or, you're, yeah, you're, so you're, you're, you're facing difficulties. So emotionally healthy people, they, they have great coping skills when, they, when it comes to setbacks or adversity. And this doesn't mean that they don't, have stress or anger or sadness everybody has that it's how you cope with it okay so when emotionally intelligent people they they can manage their feelings in helpful productive ways and and basically in other words they understand the the value of negative emotions and they know how to what's the word reframe them in a in a resourceful way so as a result the emotional healthy people express their emotions in productive ways that serve them in their, their daily life, but not just them, but other people. And But however, this just scratches the surface of what it means to live an emotionally healthy life. So I'll, I'll break it down a, a little bit more. And people who live an emotionally healthy life, they take responsibility for their, their changing moods, for the decisions that they make without blaming or complaining or making excuses. And for me, I used to blame and make excuses and it was everybody else's fault and it was never my fault. But that's not how I live my life today. I'm responsible for every single emotion and every single action and every behaviour that, that I express or that I, you know, however I conduct myself, it's my responsibility. And in an example, I could, I, I heard this example from one of my mentors and, you know, if you're driving along and somebody cuts you off and you go into a, a rage and then you end up getting into a confrontation and a fight or whatever it happens. That's your fault. Okay, the guy cut you off or the woman cut you off or whoever it is. Hope you don't hit anybody, but especially not a woman. But if, if somebody cuts you off, and now if you think how many times you've cut somebody off and you react in an angry way, that's your fault. That's not their fault for cutting you off. How you react is your responsibility. It's not theirs. Okay, they could have been in a rush. There could have been so many things going on in my head. They might not have seen you. But how you react, if you react with anger and rage and, and then you attack or, or, and, and how you react to any situation is your responsibility. And for me, I used to, when I got in a bunch of trouble when I was younger, I ended up in prison. And, and I blamed, oh, they done this, so I had to do that. They said this, or they hit my brother, or they done this. To, but it was my reaction was... To, to, to lash out with violence or whatever it may be. So that's my fault. It's not nobody else's. They they control the controllables. Whatever I'm in control of, I control. And whatever I can't control, I, I, I just ignore. So it's when emotionally healthy people, when things don't go their way, they, they try and find meaning in their disappointment or their loss. They take time to learn from their failures and mistakes. And they, they challenge themselves to, to face these setbacks and stressors in, in a more positive or optimal way. And it's it's through this they, they get strength. And so they'll, they'll get strength from adversity or from criticism, from rejection. And then they use this strength to push themselves forward because they're aware that 
if they can use and they can push themselves forward, it's only going to benefit them. You know, so so people who live this kind of life, this emotionally healthy life, they 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 have a, a an uncanny ability to maintain a positive outlook despite what's going on in life, despite struggles, difficulties, and they, they tend to keep hope alive. And this encourages them to to keep pushing the boundaries, to stretch themselves beyond the the comfort zone. Because when you sit in that comfort zone, you're never growing. And this is what I coach to to my mental strength clients. It's about always pushing outside that comfort zone so that you can grow. If you sit in that, you're never if you sit in the comfort zone and constantly feel comfortable, you're never going to grow. It's about pushing the boundaries. And we are here to learn lessons. We're here to grow. We're here to evolve. And if you sit in that comfort zone, you're never going to evolve. You're just going to continue to live the life you've been living. And if you're unhappy with your life you've been living, then you, you need to make these changes. You need to start pushing yourself out, out the, the comfort zone. So when you're, you're dealing with adversity, of course, it's never easy. However, when you, your emotional health is at a high level, you, people who are emotionally healthy and they love that life, they're very lighthearted in nature, okay? The lighthearted nature gives them the freedom to laugh at themselves. And if you ever noticed some of these people who laugh in confrontation and stuff and they feel a bit uncomfortable, but it, it automatically defuses the situation and they're not laughing at somebody, they're just laughing because they're stressed. Or it's just sometimes they, they are in control of their nature. And if it's them, they're laughing at themselves and it, it changes their energy, okay? So they understand is some things that are that are just out of their control. They, they can't control everything. We, none of us can control everything. So laughter puts them in a more positive and a, a, a more resourceful, that's the right word, state of mind, which not only helps them, but it, it helps it helps subdue the, the, the critical voice inside us inside their head because that voice is not them. You're the person observing that voice. So a lot of the time you want to quiet that voice in your head. Not so quiet, just ignore it because it's not always right. Okay, you need, and that's the voice that tells you all these negative things. So when you're in a negative situation, if this voice is telling you this, you know, critical voice is going on and on, you want to be able to subdue that and, and just basically tell it to shut up. So emotionally healthy people, they, they have the, the necessary tools and skills that, that help them cope with the adversity and the difficulties that, that life will throw in their way. And, and if you, you look at some of these people, you always think they, they cope with situations. Why do they always have it easy? And it's not that they always have it easy. It's they, they know how to cope with situations. And it's the same on the opposite side. When people are always in difficult situations, it's because of their behaviours and their actions that puts them in these difficult situations. So if you're constantly in difficult situations, you need to think to yourself, how am I reacting in these situations? What's my part to play in it? Am I keeping my side of the street clean here? Or am I always reacting and, and causing problems? Okay, so of course, when you're having to cope with this, and it requires having boundaries, solid boundaries. And this is allows emotionally healthy people to have the ability to protect their own energy, their own emotions, emotions, their own resources, and also their time. Because boundaries provide them a sense of control in their lives and, and over circumstances. So if you think about this, you know, you might get the impression that a, an emotionally healthy person or they're somewhat resilient by nature. And there's some truth to that, okay? Because the resilience comes from uh, a, 
a deep sense of self-confidence and the belief in themselves and their ability to get through difficulties in life. And this wouldn't be possible without a, you know, a healthy dose of, of self-esteem, okay, and also self-worth. And this is these all require they're all components of a, an emotionally healthy life. So you will often find that emotionally healthy people they 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 live a well-balanced life. They're passionate about their work, they have purpose, but they also schedule enough time in for the family, their play, their rest. Because if you this is what it's about, it's about having a balance in your life. It's not all about work, work, work. That's the very masculine side that we have to work hard, work hard. But it's about balancing your your life because your family's just important. And it's like the plaque I've got on the wall there. The world to the world, you are just a dad. To our family, you are the world. Okay, and that's just how your children will feel about you. But you 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 don't want to be on your deathbed thinking, I wish I spent more time with my children or my family. And, and that's the, the truth of it. You need to start with the end in mind. You know, how, how do you want people to remember you? Do you want them to remember you as always working? Never, because you, you're, you're, all your children want is your attention, your time. And when they're small, they're, like my daughter's now seven, and I can't believe that time is gone. And I've, and I've not missed a lot of her life. I've been present, but I have, well, I've been here in body, but I've not been here in mind. And I, and I missed a lot of important important time, even though I was around, but I wasn't there for her emotionally. So that, that does have an impact on her. So don't make that same mistake. And the, when, you, when you're living this emotionally healthy life, you, you have a sense of purpose. Okay, you have enthusiasm for life. And that's like me. Every morning I wake up, I have a purpose. I love my life. I cannot wait to get up in the morning. And this is one of the main reasons that, that I'm doing these videos because I would love, especially with my background with addiction, with all these other things and, and how low I was, I know that there's a way to come back from that and to live a life that you love. And this is what, if I can help one, two, five, ten people, you know, that would, that would really... I'm paying back the universe for allowing me to be able to live this life. Okay, so they, they also they, they take care of their, their body, they engage in regular exercise, they feed their mind with empowering thoughts, ideas, knowledge. And you can get knowledge and ideas and stuff. There's books, there's online, you can get everything. Okay, and it's constantly feeding the mind with positivity. And this naturally leads to the strong desire. To, for creative self-expression and how do you want to express yourself in the world? Do you want to live to your, your fullest expression and give the world the best of you? Or do you want to live in a sheltered, closed-in world where you're, you're not getting to be who you truly are? You're, you're conforming to what you think society wants, how wants you to act. That's not how we, what we're here to do. We're here to be yourself, express ourselves to our fullest and live the life you know, we, we have a God-given right to, to have a happy life here. So why not take that, that right and, and live the life and, and go for what it is you want? Shoot for the shoot for the, the stars and, and do what it is you want. Because when you are living your true, fullest expression, the other people around you will, will also benefit from it because you'll be happier, you'll be more you'll have more energy, and you'll just be a nicer person to be around. Because, you know, emotionally healthy people, they, they value experiences and people more than material things. And, yeah, you, you know, we all love material possessions, that, but not at the expense of, of relationships and memories. Okay, we, we want to strive to live a life with, with no regrets, to make the most of every experience 
and interaction, whether that's with your family, your friends, your community, it doesn't matter. We should be treating everybody with respect, but we should also be involving as many people in our life as we possibly can, because the more positivity we can bring to the world, the more we're going to get back in. And if you're constantly around positive people, then your life's going to be positive because you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're surrounding yourself by positive people, obviously positive, successful, whoever, it's you're going to you're, you're going to be the sum of that. And and it's important to to also to to show your kids that we are a community. Everybody, we should. I try and help as many people as I can. And and because that actually brings me joy when I see that I've impacted somebody's life, I get true joy from that. And that's what what I'm looking to pass on. You know, so emotionally healthy people, they, they constantly strive to build these strong, healthy relationships, supportive relationships. And it's mutually beneficial because relationships help each person grow and expand their own potential. And you don't know what somebody else can bring to your life if you don't let them into your life. And and with the, the high value that, they, that we place on relationships, People go to extra length to treat people with kindness, with compassion. They understand by treating others with respect, then they likewise are likely to receive the same in return, which, you know, this adds extra layers of fulfillment and, and purposeful life. And, and that's what it is. We're here to live a purposeful life. So when it comes to the, you know, the long-term happiness, emotionally healthy people understand that in the end, it's all about a state of mind. Their happiness is entirely dependent on their perspective, their expectations and interpretations of, you know, events, circumstances that's going on in your life. So emotionally healthy people, they understand that happiness, it's not just purely from money, from physical possessions or being in a loving relationship. And yeah, relationships, of course, are important, but they don't take away from the satisfaction and happiness that that, that comes from living a life that you, you truly love, you know? Your, your happiness is tied to the state of mind. So therefore, that you're responsible for how you feel at any moment and nobody can take that away from you. It's This is, you're responsible for how you feel, how you act, how you behave, everything. So, you know, emotionally healthy people, they find ways to practice self-compassion, self-love, and they have like daily rituals, like I've done the morning ritual there. You're constantly nourishing the mind, the body, the soul, spending time in nature, meditating, reading books, listening to calming music, going to the gym, eating healthy, drinking plenty of water, just looking after everything, this vessel that you've got. And, and I know it sounds great, and I know that it's not always easy to do is to, to keep in that state of mind and to, to constantly nourish yourself with healthy foods. But it doesn't have to be all the time. It just has to be the majority of the time. They're all allowed cheat days and uh, or like sugar fixes and stuff. But it's it's important that majority of the time that you, you, you're, you're looking to put the good things in your body and your mind. Okay, so... and But at the same time, you, you know, how do... You, you, if you've not started, how do you get started? Where do you begin and to, to start to grow and become more emotionally healthy? Okay, and how do you get the ball rolling? And, and this is what, what, what I'll, I'll go into now because I'll just go through some suggestions that, that will help you grow emotionally and, and overall, uh, an ex you know, this, this will enhance your life. So, you know, as you begin to change things and put new things into your life, you're naturally going to experience, you know, more happiness, more fulfillment, 
And as a result of that, your self-confidence will go up. You will feel more empowered. You'll feel more self-assured. And this will help you going through your day-to-day life. And but bear in mind, this is a process. So you need to apply yourself. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen over time. And, and this is where you need to apply yourself. And you need to be conscious. And you, you need to be aware of, of your emotions. You know, you need to be aware of what's going on in your mind and your body. Okay, because emotional health is very like physical health. You can start exercising today, but you're not going to see the immediate results today. Results come with consistent practice, and 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 it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you need to keep that in mind when you when you're working through that, because the one of the the, the important things is to guard your mind. Okay, because we're, we're emotionally healthy people, they, they they do not give in to fear or worry or stress as easily. Okay, they've all experienced it, but they don't let it control them. And they will experience these emotions on some level, but to a to a degree that they don't allow their emotions to overwhelm them. And this is because they've trained themselves to detach mentally from the experience. When you're angry, you are not anger. You're just experiencing anger. When you are fearful, you're, you are, when you're experiencing fear, you are not the fear. You're just experiencing the, this emotion. And with the emotions, emotions are chemicals in your body. And when you go through a certain time, the chemicals are released and they go in, but they always go back to where they came from. And that's what it is. They, they get released they, and they come up, they rise, you experience that. But if you can observe it and know that it's going to go away, you don't have to hold on to it and attach to it. So, and this is like when circumstances don't go away and it's easy to, to start having destructive thoughts and, and having, the, you know, uncontrollable worries and self-defeating habits and behaviours. But this is when emotionally healthy people understand that these pitfalls and and therefore they, they regularly practice mindful mindfulness, you know, detaching from the mind. And this is where you detach emotionally from the experience so you're not getting caught up in the experience. And they, they, they'll instead look at the experience as a, an, an outside observer. And this is what I was talking about in the mind. You know, you can observe things. You can observe the thoughts you're having without attaching to them because you're the person observing it. If you think about it, this is a, a great book called uh, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And he talks about, see if you can just observe the thoughts without attaching to them because that's what it is all these thoughts are coming but we don't have to attach to them we're the person listening to these thoughts and and observing the thoughts we're not we're not the thoughts okay so if you can get your head around that it took me a bit of a time to get my head around that but i I practice it every day and that's what they do they 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 view the experience as an observer an outsider and this helps them gain an objective perspective on the situation and with a more objective view of what's going on, you're able to work through your problems and circumstances in a much more better, optimal way. And and that, this process of a, of detachment, you know, it, it means that they'll guard their mind against the negativity and the uncertainty that, that comes with them. It comes at people every single day. And, and that's what it is. These people still experience it, but they just know how to handle it. So if you want to get to the a, a place where you, you can do that it's just going to take work but you guard your mind you don't allow yourself to attach to the emotions that are coming through and also you feed your mind okay you take time to nourish your mind every single day through you know lifelong learning every day i read some form of self-development book and there's, a lot of them are, are so you can get a book for everything everything right now i'm reading a book called how to heal your life by 
uh, Amanda Hay, I think it is. And it's a great book, but this is just, a, and again, it's about, everything's about our thoughts and feelings. And this is also, this book is also, it helps you have a, a more positive outlook in life, but it's about healing your, healing your life and, and understanding yourself. So feeding your mind is so important. And, and this gives you new insights and perspective that you might not have considered before. And if you are open to learning consistently, you're, you're always going to advance because there's so much stuff out there that we don't know. We don't know, and you can learn through books, exposing yourself to new people, you know, places, information online. You know, by doing this, as a result, you, you will be much more knowledgeable on many different topics. It doesn't, you don't have to read for hours a day. You can just read for 20 minutes a day. As I say, my morning routine, try and get 20 minutes in in the morning. And there's plenty of books that you can get. Like, I've got... Uh, how to think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. I've got that book and I just take a, you can open it anywhere, read it for 20 minutes and you'll get some good, good insight in, in life. So it, it just helps you deal with life and circumstances in, in, a, in a better way. Because, you know, when you feed your mind, you develop new skills, new strengths, and these will serve you and, and it will help you progress through every single stage or chapter in your life. And, and it's just going to be, make you much more well-rounded and experienced and, the more confident you feel about your thoughts and, and life, the better you're going to be because you're not going to be scared of certain things if you can understand them. If you understand things on a deeper level, think about it, you're not going to be fearful of them. If you think about it when you go to start a new job or a, go to new school or whatever, you're, you're fearful, but see, as soon as you get in there and you start to know people, it's it's you forget all about the fear. And it's the same if you learn. If you go in and you learn, and then a situation arises, but you understand it and you know that there's nothing to fear, then you're just going to, it's going to be plain sailing. But if you don't understand it, you're going to go into things with fear and, and you're going to attach to these thoughts. So the, the more that you, you feed your mind, the, the better it's going to be. And and a big part of it is it's also is, it's nurturing your body because when emotionally healthy people understand that their body and mind are connected, and the, the health of one part is impacts the health on the other. So they're, they're, they're vital to each other. And when we're talking about this, you know, regularly take time to, to look after your body, you know, and this is what we spoke about earlier, eating healthy, getting enough sleep, sunlight, regular exercise. Because if you, when you get regular exercise, the endorphins, they release, they, when they're released, they, they give you, a, you, you just become in a better mood. If you think about after, okay, exercise can be difficult at times, but see when you're finished it, you feel great. You know, you feel less stressed. Your energy's high. You're more primed to deal with obstacles and challenges that, that life will throw in your way. And it, and it's also not just about food and stuff like that, but for me, I don't drink or take drugs or anything, but I did for many years, and I know how negative that was on my mental state. Uh, alcohol is a depressant, and I'm not saying don't drink. Well, if you're an alcoholic like myself, then definitely don't drink. But, oh, sorry, recovered alcoholic. I don't define myself as an alcoholic. I'm, I'm past that. We are what we define ourselves as. But, you know, addictions, they, they steal your energy and they cloud your mind. And the, when you're putting these chemically, mind-altering chemicals into your body, it's obviously not good for your mind because it's not taking you out of your natural state of mind. Okay, and another part of it is relationships, nurture your relationships because, you know, you want to take time out to, 
to nurture your relationships because when you, you, you are on the higher scale of, of the emotional healthy side, you understand that healthy relationships, they, they provide you with a mental, physical, emotional support that you need to get through, you know, the toughest challenges. If you think how you've reacted, if you've been arguing with your partner or your mum or your dad or your brother, and you think how your mind is, you know, sometimes when you've had a breakup or whatever, you might not want to go to work. And I know when I'm at odds with my wife, I know it has an impact on my energy and I have a look at life and sometimes my mind is clouded. So it's important to try and stay in good terms with everybody. And if you've got a problem, handle it healthily. Don't just ignore each other. Don't fly off the handle. Discuss it. Get it out in the open. You know, resolve it because there's nothing going to be gained from staying and resenting each other and being angry at each other. Because the relationships that, that you nurture, of, of course, is mutually benefit for both of you or whoever or many of you. And this will help support your growth and development, not just you, but also whoever you're interacting with. And whatever you get out, you get back in return. And so, and it's if you can understand the power of, of giving and making regular deposits into people's emotional bank accounts, and this this will help strengthen any relationship, any friendship, and, and it will give you a greater purpose of life. If you if you go out and you think how you feel when you give somebody help, you, you you've helped to influence somebody's life in a positive way, and you're just you're just generally happier. If you think how you feel and how the other person feels when you've given that that help, okay, and it's going to su support you and whoever you're helping. And on your journey of self discovery, they might think, oh, that was so nice. I'm going to do that for somebody else. And and it's it's so important that that we do. We, Every morning I wake up, I, I, when I'm meditating, I'll ask, how can I be of service today? And service is, is many different ways, and it means different things to different people. But and, and, I, and I look at it and I say, how can I be of service today? So somebody comes to me and they need assistance, then I'm more susceptible to saying, okay, here we go, because that's the intention I put out to the universe that morning, that I'm going to be of service. So when people come my way, I serve them. All right. So we, we also you need to look at our, our work-life balance. Okay, because you need to understand the importance of maintaining a work-life balance. And yes, you know, that people have passionate pursuits and work is an essential component of, of life. But work isn't everything, okay? Work isn't everything. You need to understand to live a happy and fulfilling life, you must balance your work with your family, with your rest, your play, your education, your recreation. There's so many other aspects to, to, to life and it's not solely about work. For me, I spent many years working six, seven days a week, long days, because it was boom, 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 money, money, money. And in the, in the end, I didn't really make anything because I I used the money to numb my pain with other things, buying useless stuff, gambling, drink, drugs, whatever it may be. So I still I ended up bankrupt because I was making tons of money, but I still I didn't make anything because I, I used it in the wrong way because I was trying to fix, I was trying to fix my, my inside from the outside and I was whatever would give me a high or a fix or whatever was was what came priority over bills over other things because I was so busy trying to numb the 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 depression the anxiety all this stuff that was going on in the inside I was trying to numb it by doing all these external activities or buying whatever it was I was buying so you know regularly engaging in in creative pursuits, you know, this allows you to express your passion in unique ways. 
So the balance is always needed to keep you fresh, to help reset your mind. And and if you think about it, what like for me, I used to work and I was selling cars and I actually enjoyed selling cars, but I'd be working so hard that I'd be drained and I was wanting to quit. But then I would take a week off and after the week off, I'd come back rejuvenated, ready to go again. But it wasn't so long and then I would be back to that want to quit again. And it wasn't that I wanted to quit. It's just because I was so tired. I was drained because I, I wasn't balancing my life. I wasn't balancing my life. I was giving all too much to the to the job and I wasn't giving time to my family. I wasn't giving time to myself. I was obsessed with work. And that, and that's what we, you need to kind of understand, that the work-life balance is, is so important. Your relationships are so important. It's unbelievable. And also, this, you know, you, you, with the negativity, you want to, you know, stay away from negativity as much as, as possible because we all have people in our lives who make mountains out of molehills. They have a negative attitude constantly and the, the overwhelming energy can quickly affect how you feel and it can influence your perspective and your positive outlook in life. If you've got somebody that's always negative and if you, you know when you're going to speak to them or oh, what they're going to be moaning about the day or what's going on in the day, and it's and even though if you're trying to be there for them, it can be draining on you. So you, you don't want to allow yourself to get caught up in the, the negativity of others. And more specifically, you don't want to allow people to influ, influence you in, in a destructive way. Okay, so you, you, you guard your you guard your self-esteem by distancing yourself from these people who their primary objective is to drag you into their problems and dilemmas. Now, if you think about it, how many people do you know that they're always got stuff going on and they're always dragging you into it and you're thinking, oh, you know, again, I can't be bothered with this. You know, and, and this is why you, when you, you're looking at your circle of people, if they're not bringing value to your life and they're sucking your energy constantly, you need to think, what part do they have to play in your life? I've disconnected from so many people because their energy, and I still love them, but their energy just wasn't serving me at all. It was making me feel worse about myself. It was, and they didn't make me feel worse. It was how I was feeling, but it, it was just dragging me down. And that's not what I, I wanted to, to, to live in my life. So now I surround myself with people who, who are positive, who love life. And not all the time, but, you know, as much as possible. Because you, you want to be able to develop your, your emotional coping skills. And if you're about negative people all the time, you're not going to be able to do that. Because, you know, just like everybody else, when, but emotionally healthy people, they, they experience setbacks, adversities, difficulties, problems. But unlike most people, they don't allow these things to overwhelm and dishearten them. They keep, they keep going, they keep trudging through. They don't let it influence. If they've got a dream or a vision, they're going for it no matter what. And they don't let they don't succumb to to outside of you know distractions, objections, or whatever. It, and they don't let these people influence their decisions. They make decisions based on what they want, not what they think society wants. Because they're comfortable in their self, they're comfortable, they've got their own self confidence. They love themselves, and it's so important to again to love yourself is it's so important to have this confidence, self esteem, and it's these will when you have these 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 qualities, you start to make better decisions based on what is best for you. And then if you're making decisions what's best for you, then the likelihood of your family moving up on this level as well is going to be very high. Okay, because when when people, you know, they they succumb to difficulties in life, um, emotionally healthy people, they normally rise up and rise to the occasion. They rise because they understand how to handle their emotions. So when they're facing these challenges or uncertainties, they have strong coping skills. 
Okay, because these coping skills uh, help you handle your, your they help you handle yourself. Uh, they, they they help you stay calm and steady. They because when you're going through difficult times, when you're staying calm and steady, you, you, you're more prone to make better decisions. Okay, you can you can get out of situations in a in a more positive way. Okay, so when you have the, these coping skills, it's so important because you don't allow negative emotions to affect your mental state of mind. So you don't allow the, the negative emotions to influence your decisions or to, to influence your behaviour. Okay, because where, where other people get caught up in this emotional overwhelm, you know, the emotional healthy people, they use mindfulness techniques to bring their attention to the moment. And mindfulness could be anything. It could be just taking a walk, observing nature. It could be a meditation. If you're in mindful, is just being mindful of your thoughts. Be mindful of what's going on around about you, you know, and bringing your attention to the moment. Because this helps to detach from current circumstances. So as a, as a result of that, then you're able to think things through more clearly and objectively, which then helps you deal with the situation in hand in a, in a better way, in a more optimal way. Okay, and you, and so mindfulness and meditation is something that I, I preach quite heavily because it, it literally changed my life. Uh, it changed my life in, in, a, in the biggest way possible. But also, it's not just with that, but it's having routines in your life, having daily rituals because, pardon me, emotionally healthy people, they... They have empowering daily rituals that help them to play to their strengths. So these daily rituals help them to stay grounded, focused, and emotionally in control. If you think about it, if you know what you're doing that day and you've got a plan of action and you go into that day, you're going to get more done. If you had nothing, if you had no plan, no anything, and you're going into your day and you're thinking, right, what am I going to do next? You spend so much time thinking of what to do next that you waste half the day. But if you've got daily rituals, you know, a morning routine, uh, you've got your to-do list, you've got your what's most important, you've got your gratitude list, you've, you've got your exercise, all these things. They, if you think about how quick and plain sailing your day can go, if you have these these things in place, it's unbelievable because you're then in control, you're in the driving seat of, of your day. You're not you're not in the passenger seat, you're not like you're not getting you're not living somebody else's life, you're not making somebody else's dream come true. You're making your own dreams come true. And the daily rituals for me are, you know, I get up, uh, I do my exercise, my meditation, my journal, my reading, my gratitude list, my goal setting, and my visualisation. You know, I reflect on the, my emotions from the day before. Where was I uncomfortable? You know, how was I feeling? And these are all things that, and obviously there's other ones, taking my vitamins, eating healthy. But when I have, I have, I write them down the night before and and I, and I observe how I felt the day before. I make sure that I'm in touch with my emotions. I'm not trying to hide anything away. And if there's anything that I need to deal with, then I try and deal with it. Because when you connect to yourself in a deeper way, then you, you, you start to become stronger, more confident, your self-esteem, because you, you, are, you know yourself. So you're confident within yourself. And these rituals help you because they help you to explore your passions, your strengths, your attitudes, your beliefs. On a, on a greater scale and by doing that you know then you can adapt to you know things changing conditions circumstances because you know and understand yourself at a, a deeper level so you're more aware of what's going on in yourself and and being more aware is, is half the battle when it comes to emotions because if you're aware of what's going on then you can handle them in a, in a more optimal way and that's what daily rituals or morning routines you know 
you, these practice you to tap into your core strengths, your passion, your skills, and your abilities. And it's so important that, that you have these rituals that I can't stress enough. Actually, uh, I posted one up on, on the page. So, you know, by practicing the self-control and self-discipline, it's another key component as well, because then you can understand the pitfalls of, of falling prey to instant gratification, the momentary pleasure that is often comes from temptations that, that you know, are no doubt are desirable at the time, but they, they won't suit you in your long-term plan. If you're, you're trying to get fit and you're, you see a bit of cake and you're like, oh, women crack that cake in, and you know it's not what you should be doing, it's not on your, your plan then, you know, that's not going to help your, your long-term plan if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to, whatever it may be, but it's, it's the instant gratification. It's your, you, if it's not on your plan or if it's not something that's going to benefit you, then, then don't do it no matter what the temptation is, okay? Because just like everybody else, emotionally healthy people, they, they, they face their own temptations and their own demons, and I face them all the time. But unlike most, they don't allow themselves to get caught up in, in the temptations. They, they have got themselves to a level where they can resist it. Because they don't get caught up because they practice self-control. They have got self-discipline. They understand that emotional health must basically, must help. You must con control over your behaviours at all times. So you discipline yourself to stay focused on the things that matter most. And that's if you're going for something, you need to focus on what matters most because that's going to help you get what you want. Okay, and, and by doing this, you, you, you want to strive to make a difference. You want to make a, a, an effort to make a positive impact on others. Go that extra mile, contribute to other people, because th this stems from your positive energy, your outlook, and this is contagious, because when, when, when you're like that with other people, they're, they're going to love to be around you. And, and whether you're doing big things, small things, you know, just make a difference in the world. And life just isn't about you life's about everybody so try and serve people in a positive way and 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 help other people impact the world in a positive way share your knowledge share your skills your abilities this is what i'm doing i'm just sharing my knowledge what i've experienced and you know we share this with other people and it gives their life you know a bit more direction a bit more purpose and a bit more meaning and this this you know, will will help with your energy, their energy, and this nourishes the mind and it strengthens the emotional emotional health. Okay, so you know that that's kind of the the the, the things that I wanted to go through today. But you know, I'm going to pose an important question. You know, of whether or not your emotional health is is where it needs to be. Are you emotionally healthy? Do you typically get overwhelmed with dealing with setbacks, obstacles, adversities, uncertainties that you know, are you in control of your, your emotions? Are you, you know, making constantly making mistakes? Are you constantly, you know, facing failure? Are you resourceful in these moments when you're struggling or, or do you cave in? Do you have the ability to handle difficult people and circumstances without losing touch with your with the, the objective that you're aiming for? Okay. Now, do you have the emotional intelligence needed to handle yourself effectively during stressful times? You know, do are you in control of your life? Okay, would you consider yourself as an emotionally healthy person or is this an area you need to work on? Because if it is an area you need to work on, then it's time to work on it. Because um, emotional health as well as physical health, is, as I said, it's an ongoing process. We need to work at it consistently over time, over time, over time. And we can't expect to be physically healthy after one session at the gym. And this is the same with the emotional health. Constantly work on your emotional health. 
because to be emotionally healthy, you need to apply yourself. You need to work on building and growing your emotional health progressively over time. And the only way to do this is to develop the mindset required to live an emotionally healthy and life. And by getting that, you'll have a, a happier life, a more purposeful life, a vibrant life. And it's all about what you choose to do. You know, if you're not doing what you want to do, then change it up and, and do it. You know, choose to change. Choose to live a life that you love. Okay. And that's that's all for me today. And as I said, guys, I've put up the morning routine in the group. If anybody else wants it, I've also put up the Create Your Vision in the group. Uh, and I'll, I'll continue to put stuff up. And it's all things that, that I've used that's helped me motivate myself, get me into a, a basically a life that I love. All right. So listen, thank you very much for watching. It's probably been a wee bit longer than I anticipated. But take care. Have a great day.